JC Corner episode 114. A very special edition of KC Corner. Mm-hmm. Because today is June 2nd. Yes. Um, and this is a very important day because today is Brooks Bowen Robinson's birthday. Yes. 26 tacos. 26 tacos. <laughs> Brooksy boy. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. I know uh, last year you brought in my parents for a special episode. So uh, this year, another special guest. A very, very special guest. Uh, you know, sitting next to Brooks. Uh, it's like this is King's Chapel's favorite couple, you mm-hmm. know, uh, right yep. here. Yep. I don't know if it's even <laughs> official for many people, but uh, King's Chapel, a fairly new church. Uh, we don't have very many employees, but the ones we do are the best. And so our, our ministry coordinator, Amy Millette. I've had the privilege of being her pastor since she was knee high, um, and uh, now she's not only a King's Chapel member, but a very, very important part of our team, and uh, also a very important part of your life, right, Brooks? Of course. Oh, and yeah. So it's awesome. Welcome, Amy. It's Thank great you. to have I'm you. I'm very excited for my podcast debut. It is unbelievable. <laughs> you know, usually we actually debut with you without being uh, uh, on video, so you actually immediately mm-hmm. made the cut. It's pretty darn good. So, yeah. so congratulations. <laughs> so. And Brooks, and you guys are an official couple. So, yes. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's it's uh, like an e-news. No, uh, we're still thing working going things out. <laughs> yeah. So, how long's it been? Almost eleven months. Almost yeah. eleven yeah. months. Mm-hmm. All right, fantastic. Yeah. yeah, went on first date like almost a year ago. So, all right, fantastic. Going great. So you see all the things that King's Chapel that we're excited about. You know, <laughs> I mean, we get to tell people about Jesus. You know, we see people grow, and look at what happens. You know, relationships like and this. And we're the first King's Chapel couple. Yeah, huge thing to celebrate, which is fantastic. So, all right, Brooksy, your birthday. What's on tap for today? Um, got my free Starbucks. Nice. Uh, you got to go with the mega drink on your birthday. You got it's to. Free, so absolutely. The, uh, Amy's favorite, the venti. Uh, brown sugar shaken oh, yeah, espresso. Shaken espresso. Yeah, it's like seven dollars fifty cents, something like that. So it's well, all free on your Brooks. Birthday. That's a lot of work to shake it. You yeah, know? I mean that's just not stirred. That's I, just, I just felt bad like ordering that because usually I'm simple, just uh, big iced coffee. Like stop yeah, yeah. talking to me, black yeah, coffee, whatever. Yeah, yeah, but exactly. you know, I want the fancy drink today. You got to. It, on your it, birthday. it woke me up too. It felt oh great. man, yeah, it, I, I was wired. Starbucks has extra amount of caffeine. I don't yes, know what it, it is, definitely but does. It, definitely it makes you electric. Yeah, the Keurigs don't do anything anymore. No, that's yeah. that's just water. That's, that's just terrible. Come on. So, <laughs> so twenty six years. Uh, you uh, you're a college graduate yes. uh, from UCF. Also, Go Amy, right? Mm-hmm. Go Knights. Yeah. You guys Go didn't Knights. know each other then. Nope. Who graduated first? Me. All right, you did. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. So, were you the following year, Amy? Yeah. All right, fantastic. So, mm-hmm. two UCF Golden Knights uh, working for Baseball Cloud, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. Uh, so after you're, you're already past a quarter uh, decade, man, you're in your you know, quarter decade, kind of, quarter century. Quarter I mean, I just, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it's quarter century. The things I don't know quarter about century, you. exactly. Sorry about that. So, what does it feel like to be 26? Uh, it's fun. Like I feel like uh, once you pass, like I think 23 or four is like your last 
kind of you're transitioning out of college and now you're like a full grown adult like yeah. last night and every time we're watching the bolts with doug meyer we talk like stock market and like uh, adult things <laughs> yeah, which yeah, is yeah. like it's fun to me now so yeah, now yeah. i think i'm just a it's incredible old, crusty it? adult and it's all downhill from there well you know it's interesting because i know your political views and i know that where you are <laughs> and you uh sometimes line up a little bit easier with some of us old guys mm-hmm. you know you're a conservative kind of thinker and a person oh, yeah. which uh which I love about you. So, uh, yeah, which is awesome. All right, Amy. So what, what's some of the things about Brooks that the world should know? I mean, you've had 11 months to find out the wonder of this uh, handsome young man. So <laughs> give, give me an insight about Brooks that, that you can share. I don't think that there's anything I can share that you don't already know. <laughs> I hope there's a few things, Amy. But, anyway. <laughs> but yeah, he's just the best, most consistent, steady strong person and he's a great asset to king's chapel oh my goodness he's huge you can all see by our listeners mm-hmm. yeah um and on, on a sunday morning he is always working in the sound booth and just available for every little thing and all the things he didn't know he'd have to start doing yeah that we that he now has to do since we're dating so <laughs> all the extra stuff that i forget and he does it jumping. And now I, it's, I used to just eat like chicken and rice and just boring meals. Cause now we make like fun, fun stuff. Okay, Maybe yeah. a better cook and everything. Yeah. No, that's awesome. <laughs> very, very cool. Well, you know what? I, I love him. I've known him uh, a really long time. I uh, saw him grow up in many ways. And again, he's like a son to me. So I'm sorry to, to put that on you, brother. But, <laughs> but love you, Brooksy. And Thank you. I, I think of all the things, uh, what I really enjoy and, and uh, uh, is that... Brooks has not, not only got a, uh, a a great heart, he's got a real sharp mind, and he wants to know. Um, he's uh, he's he's bright. Uh, he's always been bright. I always saw him gifted in the classroom, and uh, um, uh, has a lot of uh, tenacity, a lot of drive. Um, probably one of the greatest things uh, was when I saw him have an injury that was debilitating in high school. Um, the way he was such a team player, and the way. He uh, just didn't let that knock him down, didn't let them define him. Uh, it was such a, a moment of character. It was such a moment of, you know, something he loved was being taken away from him. And yet he still was a great teammate and he still was a great person, which was amazing. So, which I love. And probably the thing I love about him is not only staring Casey Corner, it was that how much he wants to know and learn. You know, Brooks is a learner. He's like a sponge. And mm-hmm. he wants to fill his mind with more than just junk. He wants to fill it with stuff that matters. And uh, good thinker. And he is a leader at King's Chapel. He's a future leader at King's Chapel. What I mean by that is I think the role is continuing to grow. And But more than important than King's Chapel, it's just the kingdom of God. So... I felt yeah. like a uh, office when Michael Scott was like, I'd never say this to Pam's face, but she's just a great worker and great employee. And Oscar's like, why wouldn't you tell her that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I'm actually sitting in the room, so thank you. You know what? Michael would have said that probably anyway. So, I would uh, never say this to her so, face. So. And he's pretty good looking too. Don't you agree? Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's got a face for a podcast. It's right? so, uh, a video podcast. All right. Is that good? Amy, thanks for all you do. You're amazing. And what a blessing you've been to King's Chapel. And again, what we we would not be where we are without you. And people don't know, but again, you know, I, I'm uh, an idea guy and I'm a big picture guy. And uh, I usually get spread out pretty thin. And it's somebody like Amy who really dots I's, crosses T's, makes sure that we're doing what we're supposed to do and does it 
thanklessly oftentimes just does it behind the scenes and um, you know misses a lot of church because of all the things that she's doing but thank you so much for what you do just love working with you it's awesome so love being around these young people forget (laughs) these gray hairs so all right are we ready to jump into the rest of the episode let's do it okay what i meant to say and again uh, for those of you who are uh, uh, listening and blessings to you because last week's sermon i think it's like the first time it's happened brooks is like we have zero audio ability Mm -hmm. and it's it's one of those things, Brooks, I was so excited about it because <laughs> of all the sermons that you preach, I felt like Sunday was really um, very practical and uh, a lot of, uh, um, I don't know, nuts and bolts that we could have put our arms around and the fact that it, it wasn't. I know that there were a lot of people that were queued up wanting to watch it. So let's take a little deeper dive of what I meant to say. Yeah. So it's Memorial Day weekend. And I, I thought, let me use that in between sermon series to talk about living memorials is that you know, God has made us um, to be a living testimony, a living sacrifice to him. And so we looked at this great passage out of Romans chapter 12. And uh, really in verses one and two, we'll say, hey, don't be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing your mind. And, and this is our spiritual act of worship. But then Paul will start telling us in verse nine through 21, I believe, there's some really practical things. And we looked at like, Hey, let your love be genuine. And what does that look like? And let your blessings be abundant. And what does it look like? And and don't let don't be overcome uh, with evil, but overcome evil with good. And with the backdrop to the sermon, Brooks, was that tragedy at Robb Elementary School in in uh, Texas. And how do we not get overwhelmed with that? I mean, how do you not get overwhelmed with nineteen st- students um, that were killed and two teachers and mm-hmm. One of the things that I asked Amy to do, which she did phenomenally well, was give me a list of all of the students and the teachers' names. And during our pastoral prayer, you know, we, we I read through each family name and uh, or the name of a student, um, and I couldn't make it through without weeping. I mean, it just is kind of it's just that heartache. And how do you not just let over the evil overcome you? I mean, there's times that we uh, what we live in this world with, with evil that it's just so dark but we're reminded of the hope of the gospel that that the light of christ will ultimately continue to shine into all that darkness and ultimately the darkness will not overcome Um, so how do we live now you know and golly we got to be these living memorials that christ wins we got to be uh signs that there's hope we are the ones with the remedy we're the ones with the answer in christ jesus and not that things are all going to get easier so much better even now, but a day will come. And how do we do it? Well, we got to let love be really genuine for one another. We got to let blessings be abundant, even to those who persecute us. And we got to bring good into evil. So that's really, really what I hope to say. And there was a lot of nuts and bolts about it. Mm-hmm. Do you have any thoughts? Yeah, listen out all of the things that you're saying, you know, under the let love be genuine, abhor evil, cling to God, love one another. You know, other things under let blessings be abundant, be gracious, be a peacemaker, be humble. Right. It makes you realize like, you know, you're super broken. You may be killing it in one area, but in other areas you may <laughs> yeah. not be generous or you may yeah, not yeah. be hospitable or you may not be a peacemaker in that moment. Yeah. So having all those listed out and, you know, the fruits of the spirit essentially just makes you realize the balance and ebbs and flows of life. And it, it really does. And I think that when you get a laundry list of bees like be this, be that, be this, it could very much sound moralistic and mm-hmm. it could really feel like religion and it could feel like, oh man, drudgery. 
But when you realize uh, this is, I, I am a living sacrifice because of what Christ has done. And I'm going to respond. Again, I don't have to be anything other than who I am in Christ to be loved and accepted and forgiven and free. And so the response of this, a lot of times the people think that the bees, be this, be that, be this in, in, in the Bible are so that God will accept you or God will approve of you. But we realize, you know, we, we are called to be these things because we are connected to Christ. And that's all by God's grace through faith. And then now we respond. And I, I, I think to get people to realize, you know, that we are that living testimony that Jesus is real wherever God puts us at Baseball Cloud, at King's Chapel, in Maitland, wherever we find ourselves, Winter Park, you know, Longwood. Um, how do we bring good, you know? And all he says, oh, this is what you got to do. So, mm -hmm. and obviously the one that's probably toughest for people is the be patient. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, so, it's so hard when you're in the midst of certain circumstances to be told, be patient, uh, just feels terrible. Now it does. And you know, how many things can we control? So we got to be patient, but, and one of the things I love is, you know, be at peace with all people as, as it depends on you. It doesn't always depend on you. And mm -hmm. I think, you know, what does it look like, you know, not just to harbor anger or bitterness or, or keep a distance between somebody. I mean, what does it mean for us to be a peacemaker? I mean, that's who our God has called us to be, and that's what he is. And so, yeah, there's some ones on that list that are certainly higher, more difficult than others. Um, and some people are like, one of them is like, be empathetic, weep with those who weep, and, and rejoice with those who rejoice. That's easier for some people than others, but mm -hmm. we're all called to do it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep, absolutely. So, yeah. apologize for the sound issues. But. Yeah, it's a bummer. <laughs> but, you know, hey... Uh, and for those of you who are listening, um, who were trying to listen Sunday, thank you so much. And I, I wish that you could go back uh, and had something to listen to. But anyway, I'm grateful I had a chance to preach it. And last thing on this too, like it's when you think about your friends or loved ones or people close in your life, like it's easy to be a peacemaker with them or grace filled or all yeah. this stuff. But the what you're saying, you know, people that don't necessarily like you or that rub yeah. you the wrong way or for whatever reason, it's that's that's where you really have to feel like you dig deeper and lean on God for that. Amen. And I think, you know, where do you dig deeper in? Is it to, to yourself or dig deeper into the gospel and how mm -hmm. we're loved? And I think that's the only way that that fruit will really manifest. That's the sweetness, you know, tap deeply into the sweetness of the gospel and let these things bear fruit. Mm -hmm. And again, it's easy for me to talk about and a lot harder for me to, to actually produce in my own life, you know? So sometimes it's easier to preach the sermon. It is to live the sermon, mm -hmm. but, uh, Anyway, that's a whole other story. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that was a little one-off sermon. Yeah, one-off. Now getting into a new series for the summer. And God's Family Values, and I think I mentioned last week, uh, truly excited about this upcoming opportunity. And um, really, this Sunday is going to be the launch of it. And if I can give you the overview, it's a Christian worldview. You know, Christians, because we are connected to Christ, we're actually going to look at a text that says, our life is hidden with Christ Jesus. You know, our life's his life. You know, we are... If we are connected to him, we should be connected to his values. We should be connected to his character. We should connect it to his story. So what does that look like for us? And, um, you know, what does it look like to live out those values that he has? And we can't do it unless his word dwells richly within us. We can't do it unless we have a mind uh, like Christ. And again, we'll never be perfect. But how do we do that? So what does it look like to have a Christian worldview, mm -hmm. especially now, Brooks, because the world's view of what matters and what is important is so different. It's so in our face. You mm -hmm. know, I, I know that I have a, uh, um, I, it came up on my computer. I'm sitting there 
And on the 31st of May, it popped up. Hey, tomorrow starts off the first day of LGBTQ uh, Pride Month. Mm -hmm. You know, and it wasn't anything that I put on my calendar. It was just going to, because I, I had subscribed to U.S. calendar. Boom. I'm going to have that. Listen, that that's going to be something that told me I should value because of the country I live in, the time I live in. Okay, how does that how does that compete um, with what God says for us to value? And again, mm -hmm. we want to love all people, but what does that look like? So for a Christian, uh, it says in 2 Corinthians that we are, uh, 2 Corinthians 10, to take every thought captive for the obedience of Christ. And it, just think about that. How do you take captive a thought? How do you take captive a worldview that you're hearing? Uh, it's only if you, you really kind of understand what, what, what does God say about this? And where God is clear, we got to be very clear. Sometimes He's not as clear, and we got to walk with what Richard Pratt used to say: snowshoes, walk mm -hmm. carefully. But this week we start a new sermon series, tapping into God's values because we tapped into God by His grace, and our life is connected to Christ. And it starts off with this big overarching thing called worldview. I don't think I have a fancy title for it yet. I'm trying to figure out how to come up with one, but. Uh, it really is. How do we see life through the lens of the gospel? Mm -hmm. I think last week's sermon really ties into this sermon series. It sounds like when it's telling you to be humble, be honorable. And, and sure. now it's like, why are we doing that? Like, yeah. what, what, what is the reason? Not, not just to do it and to gain favor or anything like that. Now we're getting into the, you know, why we do it. Amen. And if we are ambassadors, if we are the plate, you know, the points in the world where, um, you know, the light of the world, so, so to speak, in Christ, um, we have to make sure that we know what God's values are and, and why to be these things. And again, that we'll only bear fruit of that in the gospel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. absolutely. And the, the be generous one, I think growing up talking about my birthday and being 26, like the tithing and giving is obviously something that, you know, you probably don't necessarily do as a kid. And then when you get a job, something you transition to and yeah. learn more about. <laughs> and so I think that's an area where, the goal isn't to like maximize your equity in things or sure. maximize your brokerage accounts and save for retirement. Like yeah. that's, you know, he teaches you to be generous, like yeah. give to the church, give to organizations and, you know, have people over at your house and everything like that. So. You know, there's a great verse in uh, the New Testament. I, I don't know. I think it might be one of Paul's epistles, but it says, you know, just work so that you have something to give. Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's just, it's what, what a, what a great reason to work. So you have something to give. It's not mm -hmm. so you can, have a nice house or mm -hmm. nice clothes or drive a fancy car, but work so you can bless others. Mm -hmm. I mean, talk about a cool mindset. That's yeah. that's it. Oh yeah. So that's good. Hey, I know that we, uh, on the birthday edition, we have to mention the bolts. I mean, we're in the <laughs> Eastern conference finals. We had a little rough start last night. It, it was a rough start last night. You know, that's okay. There's a rest versus rust and they it, were clearly, rusty. they were, they were, had a lot of rust. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we'll, Spray some rust only on us and get going. You're, for you're still game. at least repping the shirt today. So, yes, I am. You know, I'm not, not giving it's, up it's on the bolts. Let's go bolts. Yep. So this is awesome. Mm -hmm. All right. So Amy, are you taking them out to uh, to dinner? Yeah, of course. <laughs> All right. So we had a Starbucks. So you guys going to Christner's today? Oh, no, no, no. No, no Christner's or something crazy. We'll figure it out. Right. Not yeah, sure I'll yet. pull a, a Robbie Robinson and say I'm taking him to his favorite restaurant. <laughs> Which is that? 
the golden arches. Oh, the golden arches. <laughs> what, I love what it. What do you say about the drive-through window? Oh yeah, you can order whatever you want and you can supersize it. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like Robbie. Yeah. Blessings to Robbie. You got a great heritage, brother. You really oh, yeah. do, man. Oh, yeah. so. You want to give the KC updates for the summer coming up? Uh, sure. I love it. <laughs> um, this Sunday, June fifth, is our very first spiritual gifts class at nine a.m. Yeah. at the church. Awesome. In Can't the wait. chapel, which is near the nurseries. Nice. Taught by our very own Charlie Woodward. Can't wait. Uh, so if you haven't signed up, there's still plenty of spots. Please Let's go. join us. Bring your test. Bring Indeed. it filled out. We'll help you interpret it and awesome. all that good stuff. Uh, next next week, June twelfth is our Casey family luncheon. Awesome, love those. So register for that, RSVP, we'll get a good meal going. Awesome, do we know what it is yet? We don't know what it is yet. Okay, sorry, sorry. Yeah, send your request into connect at kingschapelfl.com. And seriously, the first three that come in, we're gonna do it. (laughs) Exactly, we're gonna do all three of them. (laughs) I love it. And um, yeah, we'll have our first King Chapel game night will be the first in June. June twenty third. Oh, look at you pulling that out. That's fantastic. <laughs> That's awesome. It's our King. We haven't really promoted that one too much yet, but you'll hear more about it Sunday. Uh, yeah, big family game night. Can't wait. Bring It'll be kids. great. Big cookout for the first big one. Big cookout. Right? Start of summer. Nice. Awesome. And we're also looking at VBS, right? The third week in July. Yeah, VBS July eighteenth. Through 21st, it'll be fantastic. So good job. That's lots, awesome. lots of fun stuff this summer. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, listen, places for you all to jump in. Please do it. And blessings to everybody. Thank you so much for joining with us. Hey, we're real excited. Um, just to know in the future, we're looking at uh, retooling uh, uh, Casey Corner and just trying to add some depth and flavor um, and some maybe some fresh ideas. So be looking for us in the future. Uh, we might actually take a a little bit of time over the summer to retool. Uh, you'll, we'll give you an update on that, but really looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. I'll have some new ideas for you guys. I can't wait. Looking <laughs> forward to it. We'll have Brooksy Boy. We can't miss Brooksy Boy, the birthday boy. <laughs> hey, send your birthday wishes to Brooks Bro- Bowen Robinson at I'm the best.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Venmo in the handle. Oh, yeah. I love it. <laughs> See you guys Sunday. Blessings all.